Hey, everybody, this is Rondell Trevino with the Immigration Coalition. Uh, this is our Balance Podcast. We have not recorded a podcast episode in about a month and a half. Uh, there's been a ton of transition with my family as we have relocated from Memphis, Tennessee, back to Texas, where I was born. And uh, I am sitting in my apartment right now with boxes still uh, being unpacked. And um, even the sound a little bit is a little off, but I'm excited to to be back for the the Balance Podcast. And um, but also I'm sad. I mean, a month and a half ago when I recorded a podcast, not all of the COVID nineteen things were going on. Um, there wasn't as much panic. And now, as I sit here, uh, there are uh, thousands of cases of the coronavirus. Um, happening right now and there are people who have died due to this terrible terrible um invisible enemy and it has been uh just devastating just devastating and one of the things that uh we have tried to do at the immigration coalition is try to figure out how can we care for migrants and immigrants and asylum seekers at the the border and even in the United States during this time. Um, and so I just want to talk about, you know, it, it's no secret that the coronavirus is a world pandemic impacting uh, the lives of thousands, right? Um, the Centers for D- Disease Control and Prevention, which many didn't, many of us didn't know even existed until about a month ago, uh, they're also known as the CDC. Uh, they're urging all of us to uh, to to wash our hands, cover our nose and mouth when coughing and sneezing with the tissue or flexed elbow, avoiding close contact with uh, with others in crowded places, stay, and stay home if we feel sick, and practice good hygiene and all these things, right? And as a middle class Mexican American, these steps are are are. Easily, easily, I'm able to easily apply these to my daily life. Now, and more than likely, for those who are who are listening, you can do so as well. However, what about those who are less fortunate, right? What about migrants and asylum seekers living in detention facilities and along the southern border in tent camps? Currently, there are 38,000-plus migrants living in 130 private and state-run jails and prisons across the United States, and many of these facilities are potentially overcrowded and unsanitary for migrants. There are also 2,500-plus migrants and asylum seekers, 500 of them are children, living in tent camps in Matamoros, Mexico, along the southern border, all of which are living together in overcrowded and unsanitary places. I have, uh, since I've been here for a week, I've reached out and and, uh, gotten into contact and built a relationship the past week with a pastor down there um, and also a a, uh, dear sister who is doing ministry down there. And we are, uh, they are telling us that it is overcrowded and and it's unsanitary in those areas in the tent camps. And so there is a high risk of COVID-19 and just in general, bad hygiene um, potentially happening at those camps. So in other words, migrants and asylum seekers living in detention facilities and tents don't have the luxury 
of avoiding close contact with others in crowded places, practicing good hygiene, or even going home if they feel sick because they have no home. Furthermore, in an NPR article that recently came out, it was reported that migrants weren't even receiving proper medical care in detention facilities. So the question is, do migrants and asylum seekers have access to adequate medical care? If they come down with some of the side effects of the coronavirus, will they have an opportunity to be tested? If they are diagnosed with the coronavirus, will they be cared for or ignored? And so as a follower of Jesus Christ and someone who who runs a nonprofit who loves immigrants, if steps are not being taken soon in detention facilities and in Matamoros tent in the Matamoros tent camp, I fear migrants and asylum seekers will potentially be the latest victims of the coronavirus COVID-19. And sadly, if steps are not taken soon, we might even see more migrants and asylum seekers losing their lives in the custody of Immigration and Customs Enforcement and U.S. Customs and Border Protection. And this certainly wouldn't be the first time, that's for sure. So we have seen this, and there's a huge fear out there with how much is going on with migrants facing this, and and asylum seekers facing this issue. There's also uh, international students who have been, um, uh, many of the universities around the country have shut down. They're going online. Many of, uh, here in, in, in Austin, Texas, where I'm living now, I've been here for a week, uh, the University of Texas shut down and students have until March 30th to leave the dorms. But if, if, if you think about um, if you think about international students who uh, who eat in the cafeteria at the schools, who live in the dorms, their livelihood is to be on campus until the summer to go back home. And there was a recent story of an international student. Uh, I believe his name was Alan. Uh, he's a Chinese uh, he's a Chinese student at the University of Texas, and they interviewed him on the news, and he said, I don't know where to go. Do I go with my parents? I don't know if my immigration status will allow me. I don't even know if I'm going to be uh, – the reason why I'm documented is because of the fact that I have international status, but if there's no school, am I really uh, documented? Do I go back home where the coronavirus is, is, is at high risk there as well, even though it's starting to go down? Do I travel on a plane to the United States back to my home country? Do I stay with friends? I mean, he has all these questions happening for him. And so many other international students are facing this issue of what do I do? What do I eat? You have undocumented immigrants who work in construction and they are providing for their families. A lot of times it's the dad who provides for his family, many undocumented uh, families. And now work has ceased So they're potentially not having a job right now because, and they're, or they're laid off or they're taking a break because they can't continue to work in proximity with one another. So they don't know how to pay their bills or they don't have toilet paper or they, can't, they don't have money to pay for uh, food. So what immigrants are facing right now, migrants and asylum seekers at the border, immigrants in our country, it is devastating. They are the vulnerable right now. And so what do we do? How can we care for them? Right? And here's what I want to propose. I want to I give you 
six to seven ways we can still love immigrants while social distancing at home. Okay? Six ways we can love immigrants while social distancing at home. For the coronavirus COVID pandemic, the CDC has recommended voluntary self-quarantine for individuals exhibiting uh, symptoms and social distancing for everyone else. And right now, the cities are being shut down. Places are being shut down. It is it is scary. It's just scary. Many public and private institutions, nonprofits, organizations are being affected. Churches and schools have taken the CDC's advice and they're shutting down. Gatherings are shutting down. Weddings are being shut, shut down. Immigrants are losing their jobs. People don't have money. People are being laid off. It is a tragedy. But for many Christians who care deeply about immigrants, social distancing is contrary to what uh, we're used to. Many of us who are Christians or people of goodwill either work or volunteer at immigration organizations, courts, law firms, and after-school programs around the United States, and much of their our service is in proximity with immigrants, not in distance. Yet this has all been drastically changed due to the coronavirus pandemic. By God's grace, our, in our our contact at the southern border, the border that was supposed to be closed, but there, uh, by God's grace, I talked to our uh, our dear friend Alma Ruth, who has an amazing ministry called Love Mercy, and we are in partnership with her, and we're going to launch border trip program a border trip program with her, where uh, churches and individuals and Christians can come and experience the border and to serve and to listen and learn from immigrants in those migrant camps because many of them are Christians. And our fear was that they're, there's, they're going to be shut down and the tent camps are not going to have anything. But she, was, she quickly told me yesterday in her relationship with many of the people down there that uh, the, the tent camp remains open for people to serve and to love them down there. And I'm going to share a way that we can do so. And we've been able to raise some money for this. So how can we as Christians love immigrants while social distancing at home? Here are seven ways to do so. First is pray. Social distancing at home gives us more time to pray and speak with, one, with, with the one who created us in his image, God. We can carve out time to pray about our own lives, but also for immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers. As the coronavirus continues to spread, many immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers are at risk of catching the virus because they live, as I said, in overcrowded, unsanitary detention facilities and tent camps along the border in Matamoros, Mexico. Right now, there are 38,000 plus migrants living in 130 private, state, and run prisons across the United States. 2,500 plus migrants and asylum seekers, 500 are children living in tent camps in Matamoros, Mexico, along the southern border. If there was ever a time where we can have more time to spend time with God, it's right now as we're working from home, as we're stuck at home. Get on our knees and plead with the Savior of the world to get rid of the COVID-19 virus, to heal those who are sick, but to also Help those vulnerable migrants, immigrants, and asylum seekers who are scared for their lives. They need our prayer, church. They need the gospel. They need a Savior named Jesus. They need us. So pray.
Secondly is order Chinese food. Since the beginning of the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic, Asians have been the target of racism, xenophobia, and hate crimes throughout the United States and world. A Chinese lady was attacked recently in New York uh, for wearing a, a, a mask, and another Chinese student was attacked in Australia. There's an article where his eye is bloodied and hurt. And so much of the racism, xenophobia, and hate crime toward Asian, Asians have been heightened by President Trump in many ways calling the coronavirus, COVID-19, the Chinese, Chinese virus. Correlating a virus that has infected thousands to, uh, of, uh, to, to Chinese people is to create a false narrative that all Asians are problems to get rid of, not people to love. Again, correlating a virus that is infected, that has infected thousands to Chinese people and Asians in general is to create a false narrative that all Asians are problems to get rid of, not problem, not people to love. This has been done by the president's administration time and time again towards immigrants. They're all criminals. They're all rapists. They're all bad people. If you're listening here, Asians are created in the image of God worthy of love, respect, and dignity. Many Asians in our country, millions of them who live here, have done amazing things. And get this, the person who has created an amazing platform that many of us are using as we're working from home called Zoom was created from a Chinese immigrant. So may we not act this way towards Asians. May we rebuke this racism and xenophobia toward our Asian neighbors. So one way to love and support them right now it's hard to go to restaurants and actually be in there because many are shut down, but many are uh, have takeout. So last week, my family ordered Chinese takeout, and it was delicious. Eating Chinese food is a great way to love and care for Asians, especially the roughly 13 million Asian immigrants who have contributed to the country in amazing ways. Order Chinese food today. To show your support and love for Asians. They don't deserve to be picked on and ridiculed by, because of how they look. They're created in God's image. Thirdly is donate. Social distancing at home means more time on our phones, computers, and laptops. Seriously. Um, there are currently many immigration organizations doing good work on behalf of immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers always in need of donations to keep their programs running. Uh, simply Googling immigration organizations near me, uh, then clicking on the website and donating $5, $10, or $20 to their mission and vision goes a long way. I promise you, I'm a nonprofit leader. I run the Immigration Coalition. When someone donates $2, $1, $5, $100, whatever it may be, it means so much to us as a ministry. It help, helps us to continue to do the work that we're called to do for immigrants, migrants, and, and asylum seekers. I mean, even currently, right now, you can go to the Immigration Coalition website and you can donate to our organization there's a donate button on the on the website right now when you go to theimmigrationcoalition.com. 
If you can't, you can go to app.securegive.com slash hcc slash hope ccatx slash donate slash category. And you can donate to the Immigration Coalition Fund. And many people, and I'll share in a little bit, have donated the past two days to the Immigration Coalition because of something cool that we're doing to help migrants and asylum seekers at the border. So pray, order Chinese food, donate, and also watch training videos on immigration. There are many training videos and even sermons on the topic of immigration on YouTube and other online websites. Again, simply Googling immigration training videos or immigration sermons will lead to several choices. Feel free to watch the Immigration Coalition training videos. You can go to our website, theimmigrationcoalition.com, and go to media. Then you'll see training videos. Click on that. And we have 10 to 12 training videos answering some of the most practical questions out there on immigration. But train yourself, equip yourself on the topic of immigration. Fifthly, we can study the Bible. The Bible is not silent on the topic of immigration. For many of us practicing social distancing, we can pick up a verse of Scripture and study its context, who it was addressed to and why and how it applies to immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers. We can start by studying Leviticus 19, 33-34, or Luke chapter 10, verse 25-37, the Good Samaritan, or Genesis chapter 1, verse 26-27, or Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. And there's a helpful article by the Gospel Coalition that, that gives you a step-by-step process on how to study the Bible or a verse of Scripture by using uh, what's often a very popular way of studying the Bible, the observation, which is what do I see, the interpretation, what does this mean, and application, what does this mean for me and others method. And you look at the verse and you ask this question, you, you ask the obser- observation question, what, what, is, what, is, what does this say? You write down, what are the repeated words? What is going on here? And then you go to interpretation, what does this mean in the context here? You can research different websites that have the context of the passage or the verse. If you have Logos Bible Software, which which I do, it has tons of commentaries where it breaks down Scripture for you in an amazing way. And then the application, how does this apply to me today? How can right now I can, as for example, Luke chapter 10, verse 25 through 37, the Good Samaritan, the one who loved the, 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 the beaten man on the side of the road, how can I love Someone right now during the coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic, how can I lift this person up just like the, the, uh, the Good Samaritan did in Luke chapter 10? Well, for immigrants, I can pray, as Rondell said. I can, I can watch training videos. I can donate. I can eat Chinese food. If I know an immigrant personally, I can call that individual and encourage uh, he or she. But study the Bible. Six, we can call our elected officials. They're very busy right now, but I think it's very important to call their office. They have staff on uh, who work for them who will listen to your call, especially if they are your specific representative. Urge them, call them, and to bring awareness to immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers needing care and protection in overcrowded, unsanitary det- detention facilities and tent camps along the border. 
We can tell our elected officials that they should reassure undocumented immigrants can be tested for the coronavirus if they start feeling symptoms without the fear of being detained, deported, or separated from family. You can contact your elected officials by going to usa.gov slash elected dash officials. Again, usa.gov slash elected dash officials. And we have an article on the Immigration Coalition website, theimmigrationcoalition.com, that that shares these six ways to love uh, immigrants and migrants and asylum seekers. And it has this link. But we must love them. And so call your elected officials. Seventh, and this is my favorite, is... We have been thinking at the Immigration Coalition, what is, where, what is a practical way to, to love migrants and asylum seekers at the southern border? We're here in Austin. Specifically, we moved here so that we could be more hands-on with immigrants and migrants and asylum seekers. And God, in one week, has provided the opportunity. So right now, as I said, there are 2,500-plus 2, Migrants and asylum seekers, 500 children living in tent camps in Matamoros, Mexico, along the southern border. And they are in need. And right now, out of 2,500 plus migrants and asylum seekers living in these tent camps in Matamoros, Mexico, there are only a few hand-washing stations. Just, I believe, around three. For 2,500 plus migrants and asylum seekers. This is truly tragic. Not only are they living on overcrowded, unsanitary uh, camp uh, tent camps, but there's not many places to wash your hands and to go by the CDC's guidelines. And even if the coronavirus wasn't even here, there's not enough hand-washing stations. So we were trying to figure out a way as at the Immigration Coalition and through our church that we're a part of now, I'm a pastor at, the Hope Community Church, what can we do to help? Two words, hand-washing stations. Thanks to the leadership of Love Beyond Walls, an amazing ministry, who's doing amazing work in Atlanta. They have put together these hand-washing stations and launched these hand-washing stations in Atlanta, Georgia, as a response to to the coronavirus. Lecrae, the famous uh, uh, Christian rapper, and his group allowed... uh, partnered with Love Beyond Walls, and I believe uh, the pastor's name who launched this Love Beyond Walls is Terrence, and uh, I, talked a li- I talked a little bit with him uh, recently through through Twitter, and um, he launched this, and it, hit, it, it went on CNN and just different news outlets in Atlanta, and they, are, they saw a need of homelessness. The people who are homeless in Atlanta, they need love and care. And so what they did is they launched these hand-washing stations. 
and there's you could put them together and you can put 10 gallons of water on the bottom of the uh, the hand washing stations and it's a self pump at the bottom and you wash your hands with soap on the side they're easy to put together and so our plan with our contact at the southern border in Matamoros, Mexico is to put at least three to five hand washing stations in the tent camps in Matamoros, Mexico in the coming weeks. It takes two to three weeks to come in the, the equipment and we'll put them together and we'll drive down there and take them, Lord willing. And currently we have raised, let me just check how much we have raised so far. We have raised $645. TIC will donate uh, from people around the country who have just put $20, $10. They have, they have just given amazing, uh, given, given, given amazingly to our organization. And guess what? Each hand washing station is $200 each. So we have enough right now because of you, because of the people who have donated to us, we have enough for three hand washing stations in the midst of the coronavirus because you love immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers. Thank you so much. If you're someone who's hearing this and you're interested, you can easily email us at TIC at the immigration and uh, let us know if you're interested. But we have enough right now to, to provide three of these hand washing stations and TIC will put some of our own money to possibly get two more. But this is amazing. This is the church acting. This is powerful. God is good. The church is alive and well. Amen. And so we're going to launch this, this campaign to help migrants and asylum seekers there. And we're going to order the, the hand washing stations either later today or tomorrow or maybe the next day. But we'll have them here in two to three weeks. And we'll drive down there in partnership with Alma Ruth of Love Mercy, her ministry, amazing ministry doing work there. She goes there every week to love migrants and asylum seekers in the tent camps. And also our church, Hope Community Church and the Immigration Coalition, which we're a program of Hope Community Church now. We're going to take them down there. But if you're interested in giving right now and helping, you can go Again, to app.securegive.com slash hcc slash hope cc atx slash donate slash category and donate to the Immigration Coalition Fund. There are different funds there, General Fund, Missions Fund, Benevolence, but the Immigration Coalition Fund is there as well. You donate there. Again, app.securegive.com slash hcc slash hope CC ATX slash donate slash category and donate to the Immigration Coalition Fund. Anything helps. $1, $2, $3, anything. But if you can't give, please pray for us. Pray for the immigrants, migrants, and asylum seekers along the southern border in tent camps and for us as we navigate how best to care and love them in these uncertain times. Thank you so much for partnering with us, for listening to us, and be safe during the coronavirus pandemic. Social distance, be in quarantine, stay with your family, stay safe. Let us know if you need anything at TIC at the Immigration Coalition.com.
blessings.